If you ever thought about becoming a freelancer but wondered if you could make it, you've come to the right place. This is Freelance Can I Really Make It? The podcast about the ups and downs and hardships that we deal with as freelancers, but how we actually make it out and have long, fruitful, successful careers. I am your host, Ahmed. I'm Creative Roberson. Let's get on with the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to Freelance Can I Really Make It? If you saw my advertisement on Facebook or Instagram, today is going to be a really quick one. I want to get straight to the point. We're going to talk about consignment, working on consignment. Do something for me now. I'll pay you later. It's a problem that I have with that. But before we get to that really quick, really quick, just want to get to it. If you guys want to advertise your business on my podcast, please, even if you reach one extra person, that's one additional person that knows about your business and it can blossom and flourish. And that one person can turn the word of mouth that can spread all over the world. My podcast is worldwide. That means anybody on this planet can hear it, hear your business the advertisement. Reach out to me at Ahmed at aroversonphoto.com. If you want to talk about advertising your business on this podcast, that's A-H-M-E-D at A-R-O-B-E-R-S-O-N-P-H-O-T-O dot com. Now, with that being said, let's get to the consignment. You know, the problem with that is, you know, sometimes you come across people who discover your business, discover your talent, and they might be in the process of building their business so they don't have the capital to sustain their business and pay you for your services, which in turn will help their business grow. But instead, what they tell you is help me out now. I'll pay you later. And, you know, sometimes that can work out depending on how much you trust the person, how trustworthy the person is that's actually trying to make that deal with you. But in my experience, I've had I've been approached by many people who wanted me to work on consignment because they couldn't afford me. And the funny part is I'm not overly expensive. I'm really not. And I'm not just saying that like everybody has a scale, you know, uh, depends on what's uh, expensive to them or not. It's all relative. But, you know, speaking in terms of the advertising work that I do, trust me, I am not very expensive in comparison to lots of agencies or agency represented photographers and artists such as myself. But with that being said, even if I don't consider myself to be very expensive, sometimes the person who is in the process of building their business just can't afford to pay me out of what they have budgeted for other aspects of their business. So they want me to do some work for them in hopes that the work will generate business for them. And then in turn, they can come back and pay me. But to me, it's pretty much like a loan. It is. You're loaning out your services in hopes that you'll get paid back for it, right? The problem with that is oftentimes, unfortunately, oftentimes, just thinking of a straight loan, if you loan somebody some money, when they approach you, they need that money. They're super desperate and they're all begging you for everything in life. Like, please, please, I just need this to get out of this jam. Then sometimes when they get out of that jam, ah, man, well, you had the money to loan me. You didn't need it. You know, like who are you to to dictate whether I do or don't need my money just because I have more than you at the time or just because my money is not in a bind doesn't mean that it's free to give, especially to you. Why should I have to just give it to you? Makes no sense. Well, it's the same with your time and your talent. Just because I'm good at something or you're good at something. When I say I'm, I'm not just talking about me. Just because I'm good at something doesn't mean that I'm going to be good at that to do it for free. 
I've talked about that before. Just because we're good and it comes easy to us doesn't mean that it should be free. You know, difficulty doesn't necessarily dictate your wages or your rate. Your talent does. So that person that's coming to you looking to get something on consignment, they recognize your talent and they know that your talent can help their business grow. Uh, and like I said, sometimes they don't pay back. Sometimes they do. It just depends. I mean, it's no way to actually predict what it's going to be. You just have to go with your gut and hope that the person that you're dealing with is trustworthy. Um, but those times, there are times when those people are not trustworthy. And what do you do? This is what I do. If I agree to do some consignment work on them, depending on who their client is, I mean, most of my work, nine times out of 10 is going to be photo related photography or Photoshop, you know, some advertisement or some type of flyer design or something that I create. I don't necessarily do flyers much, but I can create illustrations or help them based on whatever information they give me. But what I do is I proof my work, basically watermark it. I'll put a watermark or a proof on it, not to the point where it's distracting and it destroys the work, but to a point where it's tucked in the work to where it cannot be removed without damaging the work. But it's still light enough or transparent, lower the opacity enough to where it's transparent enough to where the client can actually see through the watermark and see the work that's behind it. So the watermarking prevents them from using the work because it has your watermark all over it, but it doesn't prevent them from seeing the work that's available. So if I'm going to do some work on consignment for somebody, I might agree to that, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get, I'm going to do the work that you asked for. I'm going to send you a proof. Well, this is after we agree on what I should be paid. Should you land a deal? Um, I'll do the work and I'll proof it. Send you, uh, send it to you. You send it to your client. If your client agrees, then they'll pay you. You'll pay me. I'll go ahead and send you the final edit without any watermark, without any proofing on it. Also, what a good idea is to make sure you keep your client honest. And you know, this is still, you know, it's a little shaky here too, because some people, man, I've had, I've actually had this happen to me. What I do is along with proofing my work, I'll also tell them, pay me half up front. For my time spent, just in case your client doesn't necessarily buy this project, I don't want to be out of my time based on uh, an idea. Because if you don't charge them at least half up front, it's almost like a deposit, right? When, when you do some work, somebody wants to order something from you, you have to pay a deposit. That way, they don't want to lose their deposit, so they're going to make sure they come to, uh, come back to you to settle out on the contract so they can get the final product that they paid for. Kind of like layaway, right? So you, you have them pay you uh, half up front. Now, if they don't agree to pay half up front, then that should be your your sign, your warning, your red flag right there. Like, you know what? You're not even willing to pay me for this little bit of time that I'm doing this work for. So I know that you're not going to pay me full price when you do get the money that you're trying to get from your other client. So I'm not going to mess with you at all. But if they do pay you half up front, you still watermark the work that you give to them. But you make sure, look, I'm watermarking this. I'm getting paid up front, uh, half up front when you want the final edit. I'll give you the final edit without the watermark after you settle the end of our contract. Because if you don't, they'll take the work. They, they might even tell you, you know, the client didn't go for it, this, that, any other or whatever. Or they might mess around and take your work, show it to another editor that can do similar work for a cheaper price. It's it's a it's a tough game and it's, it's risky out there. You're taking chances, even if you send watermark proofs out to your clients, you're still taking a chance with that, but at least you try to protect yourself the best that you can. So my recommendation, I highly suggest you send out your work with a watermark on it, some type of proofing, 
and um, ask for half up front. If they're not willing to pay you half up front, at least don't mess with them at all, because chances are if they're not willing to pay half, they're not going to be willing to pay whole. You know what I'm saying? So you want to protect your best interests at all times. Now, if you are a songwriter or clothing designer, I would suggest if you're a clothing designer, you want to send out a piece of clothing, uh, you could possibly make a garment too small or just show the material and sew on another piece of material onto that piece of material. That way it's ruining the quality of your piece. Um, to the point where they can't wear it or try to sell it or recreate it without having your uh, other fabric sewn onto it. It's like a, a lock, almost like a safety lock, how they put it in stores. They put those uh, magnetic tags on them to where you walk out the door and they, they send off the alarm. You could do something like that or even put a tag on your work, a, ma- a magnetic tag that's extremely difficult to uh, remove, a lock, a padlock, something. If you're a songwriter, um, send them the song. You sing it yourself, even if you're a good singer or not. Put it on tape or MP3, whatever, record it, sing it yourself, sing it poorly, but also sing it when you're singing it. Also say, you know, in the middle of the song, you know, say your name and say that this is my my song. I'm uh, this is my copyright. I own this song. I created it and then continue singing the lyrics. That way, if it ever did go to arbitration, you have the song that you sent to them and you can play it for the courts and they the courts can actually hear you. Number one, singing it and also number two, stating you could do it before, in the middle, and after the song, stating that this is your song and that, and you wrote it. And also have a copy of the lyrics for yourself. You don't have to give them the copy of the lyrics because you're going to sing it and send it to them on MP3. You know, so that's my idea. If you're a sketch artist, same thing. Make sure you put your signature on there. Put your signature somewhere where it, you know, it might be. I mean, oh, or better yet, yeah, you could you could sign it on another piece of paper, then put that paper on it, and then make a photocopy. That way, you're not ruining your actual artwork that you're planning to sell to somebody if it's on consignment. You see what I mean? All I'm saying is find a way to protect yourself because, you know, this is this is a rough world out here. You know, especially for us freelancers, oftentimes we're not respected for the work we do because it's fun. You work from home, you do it for fun. You know, so I'm gonna just do all this work for you. For fun, you know, and no, it doesn't work that way. And we have to protect our best interests because if we don't, nobody else is. And with that being said, pay it forward in this I'm in this podcast with pay it forward. If you see somebody, like I said with my neighbor the other day, waved at the lady, she didn't wave back. Every time I see her, I wave. Now she waves. I'm not flirting with the lady. I'm just waving. And she has a little subtle smile and she waves back. That little wave and subtle smile has changed her life for the better because she's actually smiling. So it actually worked. So round of applause for that one. She actually worked. I mean, well, it actually worked. I'm sorry. It actually worked when I waved at her. And like I said, I'm not flirting. I'm just being nice. Pay it forward. If you could do that to somebody, if you could do that for somebody else, think how much better it'll make them feel. And it'll make you feel good because it it makes me feel good. The first time I waved at her, she didn't smile. I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. Whatever. Now, every time I see her, I wave and now she actually smiles and waves back. I feel great. So does she. Hopefully you guys do, too. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. And I'll talk to you guys next week.